Yo, yo, welcome to another episode of the Wrestling for Dummies show. I'm your host, Tim, and I'm by myself for this episode. I'm not going to lie, man, this is going to be a quick, probably the quickest Wrestling for Dummies show that I've done, and there's reasons to it. The first one being that, uh, of course, The Mushroom is still over in Canada, so I'm doing this solo. I was going to get some guests, so if those people listening, you know who you are, listening right now are wondering why I didn't get you on, let me explain. Let me explain why this is going to be a short episode and why it's kind of a rushed, um, just quick little one. Um, Basically, so here's the thing. Money in the Bank happened. For us here, it was on a Sunday. Uh, For everyone else, it was on a a Saturday. Uh, On a Sunday, I I had my daughter's christening that day, and I decided to uh, have a little drink, or 12 and um, I, I ended up the night um, pretty wasted, <laughs> not going to lie. And uh, it kind of resulted in me um, not really focusing on the, on this pay-per-view as a whole. Uh, I did have to go re- I did have to go and re-watch certain matches because I, I kind of um, lost interest or was too drunk and, and forgot what happened in them. So I, I did have to go back and rewatch some of the matches and, and highlights of it and what happened so I could do this show. On top of that, another reason why this episode is late and why I'm doing it by myself is is here in New South Wales, Australia, where I live, we have had torrential rain once again and half of my house is once again flooded. So I've been dealing with that shit and uh, it didn't occur to me that I need to do this show to put out to you guys so you guys can uh, hear who won the the Listeners Championship and the uh, Wrestling for Dummies Championship because, quite honestly, that's probably why you guys listen, just to know if you guys won or not. Um, so I apologize that this is now a bit late and probably a bit rushed, but I am um, like waist deep in water in my house and uh, yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun, especially when the real estate uh, doesn't do anything for you. Literally doesn't return your phone calls and just uh, shrugs it off. So that's what that's my life at the moment. That's what I'm dealing with. So apologies, but here I am with a quick little review. And once again, if this is your first time listening to Wrestling for Dummies, um, probably not the episode for you because I'm literally going to just skim past these matches and tell you my thoughts and and everything. So let's start it. Money in the Bank 2022. Um, a pay-per-view that I genuinely like. Money in the Bank is a cool match that I really like. In the past few years, we've we've had questionable winners. I mean, there was the year where Otis won and did nothing. There's been a few years where the past... Actually, the past few years, the winners really done nothing. Yeah, they might have got a win, but there's been no elevation of new talent or anything like that. And... Um, might I say that this pay-per-view actually did something decent uh, in one regard, and 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 another point, it did something that annoyed me in the other part. So let's get to it. We've got um, the first match that happened was the women's Money in the Bank match. We've got Liv Morgan versus Alexa Bliss versus Oscar versus Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans versus Shotzi versus Raquel Rodriguez in this match and quite frankly okay let's go through the participants of this match you've got and this is all my opinion all my opinion you've got Liv Morgan you've got Alexa Bliss you've got Oscar you've got Becky Lynch those four women right there deserved to be in this match 
Lacey Evans, Raquel Rodriguez, and Shotzi have fucking done nothing to really be in this match. And, and then, look, that is not their fault. It's their the booking around these women that's that's just rough and shit. But um, I mean, I think I think we could have had like done what AEW has done and done like a Joker. A surprise entrance and have Bailey return. Um, I'm blanking on other women. <laughs> Maybe that's why they, those other three were just thrown into this match because who else is there? Because they fired everyone else. But yeah, look, okay. So this one, uh, it, it was a decent match. It was a typical women's money in the bank match. Few cool ladder spots here and there. Uh, Becky and Oscar going back and forth was nice. But let's get down to it. Liv Morgan wins this match. Whole, okay, so as I said before, we had my daughter's um, christening that day. I had all my family and friends around, and my brother was there, Zach, who is uh, in line, is, is challenging for the uh, the Hungy Championship here. And um, he told me his predictions while I was manning the barbecue, and he goes, okay, I've got Liv Morgan to win the women's Money in the Bank match, and I pissed myself laughing. I laughed at him, and I laughed at his face, and I'm like, well, you just wasted your chance to uh, be champion. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, there's no way in hell Liv Morgan is winning this match. They've done her dirty that many times. I think she's just there because they don't have anyone else. And oh my god, am I so, so excited to be eating crow right now. Um, Liv Morgan is definitely a name that the fans were behind. Everyone liked this. She's got some really good moves. She knows how to use the ring to to her advantage. And it's about fucking time that they did something with her and got away from the, the seven or eight typical women that just keep going back and forth. You know, the Becky Lynch, the Sasha Banks, the Charlotte Flair, the Ronda Rousey, the Oscar, the Bianca Belair, the Alexa Blisses. Those whatever how many girls they just keep recycling the same title it's time for a change it's time for someone new and i'm really glad that they gave it to Liv morgan in this match and uh and we'll get to her more later um once again i i shouldn't have to say this but if you have not seen money in the bank of course i'm going to spoil everything so yeah <laughs> next match we've got bobby lashley versing theory for the United States Championship match. Um, look, I'm kind of... This This is this is so shocking for me to say, but I'm kind of a fan of Bobby Lashley, which you go back to 2007 when he was around the first time, and I could not stand this guy. I thought he was bland as hell. He was no charisma, no gimmick, nothing. He was just a big dude. And to me, that was boring. Um, now, looking at him, I really like him. I really like his theme music. I, I like his athleticism. I think he's really, really good in the ring. And in this uh, match, I was rooting for Bobby Lashley because, spoiler alert, I am not a fan of theory. I cannot stand theory. And I'll get into that why later on in this in this um episode but yeah Bobby Lashley beats Theory for the United States Championship which is cool I dig it um cut forward to Raw which just happened and SummerSlam match is set up Bobby Lashley versus Theory 
for United States Championship. So, we're doing this match again. This feud continues. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's, there's so many competitors out there. Give someone else, like, oh my god. They've got so many other competitors out there. Give someone else a chance, you know? Where was where was the big heavy hitters on Money in the Bank? AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Ezekiel, or Elias, whatever you'll call them. Where were, where were they, you know, on this pay-per-view? Why can't they do something? Why can't we see Ezekiel challenging Bobby Lashley? Why can't we see Kevin Owens challenging Bobby, Ashley, Bobby Lashley? You know, well, the same thing, we get Theory and Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. So far, SummerSlam's looking like a complete rematch. We should call it Rematch Slam. Yep, that, I just said that. All right, on to the next match. We've got Bianca Belair versus Carmella for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. And look, uh, this match is... <laughs> you know that this is just a, a kind of an enhancement match for Bianca because I don't think anyone in their right mind chose Carmella to win this match, to win the title, you know? And I'll give it to Carmella... She has done a bit in this company. You know, she's she's a former women's champion. She's a former um, women's money in the bank holder. She's, she's done a lot, you know. But she's not believable. She's a diva, and that's really all that she all there is of her. Like, she's not bad in the ring. She's not horrible, but she's nothing special anymore. She's not a, a Becky Lynch or an Oscar or anything like that. She's not upper echelon women's, women's wrestler. So I think we all kind of picked that this match was a squash in in, in some way. Um, and quite frankly, I can't really remember this match because I did not give a shit about either of these competitors. I am not a fan of Bianca Belair at all. Uh, Carmella's nice to look at, even though she's completely about 90% plastic. Um, I still like to stare at her which sounds so creepy that just came out of my mouth but um i mean overall yep on to the next challenger for bianca belair to to go up against so here we go with the next match we've got the usos who are the uh, undisputed tag team champions versus the street profits angelo dawkins and montez ford and this match on paper I was not interested in the slightest. One, I cannot stand the Street Profits. I think they're stupid, goofy, and dumb. Um, two, we've seen this match many, many, many times. And three, I don't care because there's no other tag teams in WWE. How many? Okay, let's let's count. How many tag teams can you think of in WWE besides the Usos and the Street Profits? Two, you got the New Day. Who were uh, uh, yeah? There's another. There's another three competitors. I know Big E is out, but Xavier Woods and uh, Kofi. Where were they in this pay per view? They haven't been seen on a pay per view for a while. You got uh, maybe Sheamus's little friends. They they haven't really tagged, but you, I mean you can make them into a tag team. Um, who else is there? Otis and Chad Gable, which is there. You've now got the War Raiders or War Machine or whatever you want to call them, who have just come back. So there's four. Beyond that, where like wh- what else is there? What else is there? Like, I don't know. I don't know. So on paper, this match did not interest me in the slightest. But holy shit, this mo- this match was uh, fire. This was really good, and it got to the point where I'm like, 
hang on, are the titles going to change here? Because we got close a few times and it looked like uh, the Street Profits were going to win. Um, I stuck to my guns and thought, no way, Usos are uh, retaining this, it's their championship. They'll be holding on onto it for a while and uh, correct, I was, and I'm sure all you guys were too, but this match was pretty decent. The Usos are really underrated. I believe. I don't think the Usos get as much credit as they deserve. I mean, their matches with the New Day uh, have been awesome. Now their matches with the Street Profits are really good. Like, they do really decent matches. So, you got to give it up for the Usos in this. Um, so, next match, we've got Ronda Rousey versus Natalia for the SmackDown WWE Women's Championship. And another match that on paper I thought was just a complete squash match. Because no one believed, no one, (laughs) pulling out my inner Dracula there, no one believed that Natalia was going to go over on this match. And I think that we were all correct. Ronda Rousey defeated Natalia by submission. But what we didn't expect was what to happen next. Liv Morgan comes out, cashes in her Money in the Bank briefcase, and pins Ronda Rousey. Like, holy shit. From me laughing at my brother, saying that she won't cash, uh, she won't um, win the Money in the Bank briefcase, to then becoming champion, that, wow. Where the fuck did that come from? That was crazy. And when she came out, and she went to kick Ronda Rousey, and Ronda grabbed her in the ankle lock, I thought, no fucking way. They're doing the dirty on her and making her cash in unsuccessful. I I, I was about 90% sure that that was the go. They were going to do that. And then when she kicked Ronda Rousey and got out, I was like, oh my God, they're going for it. They are doing it. So Liv Morgan, your new SmackDown Women's Champion. And I believe, and this is my humble opinion here, but I do believe that they did this because Ronda is done. She's not into it as much as she thought she would be. I think she came for a paycheck, made her money, and then's like, yep, I'm done. I'm going to go live on my farm, my rich farm that produces all this stuff that the poor people can't do because I'm a rich bitch. Um, so, you know what? Goodbye. Na, 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 na. Hey, goodbye. I'm glad Ronda Rousey's gone. I don't care about her. I think she's a, uh, a, a, a decent athlete with a shitty personality. That's my humble opinion. Hey, you know what? She could be the nicest person in the world. She just rubbed me the wrong way with a few YouTube videos that she put out. So good riddance to her. Um, so Liv Morgan is your champion. Wow. Okay. On to the main event. We've got the men's money in the bank ladder match. Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss versus Almost versus Riddle versus Sami Zayn versus Seth frickin' Rollins, alright? <laughs> versus Sheamus. That was the match that we all had uh, had anticipated, we all expected, and um, you know what? For the longest time, I thought Seth Rollins was winning this. Uh, a, a few other people thought that Seth was going to win this. Some some of you guys picked Riddle to win. Um, that was it. I think I think the the top notch piece people were Riddle and Sami Zayn. So the the combatants come out, 
and we were about to start this match, and then the um, Adam Pearce dude, the whatever he is, general manager, or I don't actually know what Adam Pearce is. They've never really given him a title. He comes out and he declares that there should be another person added, which got me interested. I was like, all right, what are they doing with this? And as soon as Theory came out, I put my hands into my, uh, my head into my hands and started to cry. And then I, I, I proceeded to put my hands, one hand at the bottom of my chin and the bottom and the other hand at the top of my um, forehead. And I, I slowly turned my neck until it snapped. And then I kept doing that until my head popped off my body because I don't want to be alive anymore. Because I fucking hate theory. And here's the reason why I hate theory. And I, and I went on to... <laughs> I went onto all the Facebook groups and all the wrestling groups and all that stuff. And there's so many people that do make some good points. There are so many people that were saying that, oh, everyone whinges when they give it to another part-timer or they don't build people up. And now that they're building someone up, you still whinge. And I get it. That's, that's actually a very valid and good point. Here's my problem with it is they don't let people breathe in this company, you know? These, these, these wrestlers, um, Theory, for example, just come into the company and they just get pushed to the moon straight away. And we're not given a chance to breathe. Look back to when Cena first arrived at the company. You know, he wasn't in the title picture until about two years later. How long has Theory been in the company? Well, been on the main roster. Let me say that. Six months? About that? It feels like that anyway. It might be longer. I might be completely wrong here, but it feels like he's been here for about six months and they're already pushing him into the title picture. Now, this could go a few different ways. You could have Riddle... Oh, sorry, not Riddle. Theory, which once again is a fucking horrible name. Theory is a horrible name. Like, Austin Theory. Just leave him with that. Theory is not a name. Jesus. Um... A few things could happen. He could cash in on Roman at SummerSlam after Brock beats him and take both titles. I highly doubt that that's going to be happening. I highly doubt. Roman is still holding two titles. If he's going to cash in on one title one title, and take one title only, then doesn't make sense because it's called the Undisputed Heavyweight Championship. But that's probably your way to do it. You keep Roman still champion, but you have theory as another champion. Or, on the other hand, um, Theory comes out, cashes in, and unsuccessful. Now, that is going to piss a lot of people off. In my perfect world, Theory challenges for the briefcase. Someone challenges him for the briefcase, and he puts his briefcase on the line and loses it, because Theory is not ready. He's not over with the crowd. Stop forcing superstars down our throat just because you decide that they're the next person. We don't want that. Look back at John Cena. You were about to fire his ass, and I'm talking directly to Vince McMahon right now, so sorry to, sorry if it sounds like I'm yelling at you. This is directly to WWE and Vince McMahon. You were about to fire John Cena until he showed what he's all about. And yes, you can say, well, it was actually Stephanie McMahon that found his rapping gimmick. Yeah, okay, you're completely right. But 
He was the one doing it. He was the one that got himself noticed and then took off to be what Vince claims the biggest and best WWE superstar of all time. And you know what? You can basically say that because he's saying WWE superstar, not WWF. So technically, yeah, I would agree. John Cena is up there. WWF or WWE as a whole? No. <laughs> not even in top five. Um, so Theory goes to win out of all these people. And you know what? I will admit that Theory is a much better pick than Madcap Moss, than Riddle. I'll even say he's a better pick than Sami Zayn, who I don't hate, but I don't think he's championship material at all. But you know what? I would have been much happier with a Riddle, which once again blows my mind I'm saying that because I could not stand the fucker a few months ago. Um, I think Drew McIntyre is much more deserving of the briefcase. I, I definitely think Seth Rollins is much more deserving. And I, I, I actually wouldn't mind seeing Sheamus with a championship again because he's now got his own little group. I I dig Sheamus. I think he's cool. He's got a cool look. He's got a cool gimmick. He's like an Irish brawler. Like, that's cool. I dig it. I dig it. But they give it to Theory and now we just have to wait and see what he decides to do with it. So now, according to Raw, he just wants his US championship back. So, uh, <laughs> that's what he's got. Like, <sighs> SummerSlam, the end of SummerSlam, we could see... Austin Theory with the US title and the World Heavyweight Championship. I think I just threw up in my mouth there, but yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's basically Money in the Bank in a nutshell. I did forget to mention that we did get a little package, I guess you can call it, of uh, something. And it looked like a Bray Wyatt type video, which many people are saying that, but upon further inspection... And also with the help of, of Facebook and uh, other people's <laughs> inspections, um, there was stills of different things such as Jeff Hardy's armband and Devon Dudley's glasses and Kurt Angle's medals and a license plate that said Latino Heat. Now, what could all this mean? No one really knows for sure, but there's a lot of speculation that it's Edge. So if, if it is, let's say it's Edge, what's happening? Because the last we saw Edge, he was being kicked out of his own group, Judgment Day. So where do we go from here? Who knows? Who knows? But you know what? It honestly wouldn't surprise me if we saw Bray Wyatt and The Fiend back in WWE. I much prefer him to be in AEW, but that's because I'm more of a fan of AEW than WWE. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. So that is Money in the Bank in a nutshell. Overall, it was a... I'm going to say it's a better than average pay-per-view because of Liv Morgan. If it wasn't for that, I would have... Ah, that and the Usos, you know? Everything else was whatever. So here we go with the uh, predictions for the championships. So we've got... We'll start off with uh, me and the Mushroom. Me and Luffy. Uh, Luffy ends up with a score of 14... And myself, I ended up with a score of 14 as well, which results in a tie. And usually, usually when we result in a tie with me and Mushroom, we usually have a uh, thing we like to do, does Rob Hungy retain? And I usually always go, no. Luffy always, oh sorry, Mushroom always says yes. Unfortunately, this time we did not have that tiebreaker because uh, 
well, he's in Canada and we didn't really think about it. Um, so in this case, we tied, therefore the championship retains, the champion retains his championship. So Mushroom, you are still champion for now. But let's get into the listeners champion. The, the hungry title, if you will. We got three, three gladiators in this batch. We've got, of course, the champion, Mr. Rob Hungy. We've got my brother, Zach. And we got Mr. Paul Krusty Lindsay. Three gladiators. We've got a triple threat here. Triple threat, and here we go. All right. Coming in last <laughs> with a score of 11, we've got... The champion, Rob Hungy. Rob, what's happening, man? What is happening? You're coming in last here, but did you retain? There could still be a tie. We don't know this yet. Coming in second, we've got Mr. Paul Lindsay with 12. And coming in with a whopping 19 points and new Hungy champion, we've got Zach Davis. Winning the belt with 19 fucking points. Wow. Now, I, uh, I'm i going to be putting this under further investigation because my brother was doing these picks while Money in the Bank was happening. Now, he claims that he did not watch it. But you know what? I'm going to have to investigate this further. So, at, for the moment, Zach, you are the, the reigning, defending, undisputed, hungry champion. But uh, I'll be checking your I'll be checking your phone, boy. I know where you live. So <laughs> thank you guys once again for another great pay per view uh, epic here. And I uh, will be back. I don't actually know what the next pay per view is, unless it's SummerSlam in August. I don't know. I think AEW's next one is in September. I I think, but. Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. But yeah, if it's SummerSlam, then yay. Who's ready for Brock Roman 14? Yeah? No, neither am I. Anyway, that is it. I'll catch you guys next time. Woo! Woo! That's better. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. On the block, hold on your bets, here's where the buck stops. See, first of all, I'm stepping out on my own. About time I elevated to claim my own throne. Success in my blood, call it homegrown. Pours reek and testosterone. Power and money got me crazy cocky. No longer need you, poppy. I know you're mad because you can't stop me. And if you wonder how this player done scooped your honey, I think she smell my cologne, it's called brand new money. Making major moves, man, ain't a damn thing funny. And hood rats to playboy bunnies they see the they see it they see it say what say what say what money i'm global dollar dollar and roll with bow fitty like to go out smelling fresh and looking spiffy don't like clean money i want my wrist to be filthy pops with that retirement fun i can't just tell i'm 60 so what am i supposed to do roll it do steady patting them pockets sell i'm stacking holding two ching ching bling bling catching cash and lump it's a pro roll get a jacket i'm selling them out my trunk whenever whatever it takes a shake down a dollar Muscle in that direction wait a minute holla holla all wants to know where they go where they winning
a mink in Marshall Monday, smelling just like a mint. Fist in my pocket. Fist in my pocket. Fist in my pocket. Here comes the money. Oh. 